show us your tips. Weekend preview time. Daggy and Beaver with you to look towards Caulfield and Rose Hill. Beaver is on the quick backup from a Christmas party. How are you travelling this morning, mate? Mate, good as gold. Uh, firing on all cylinders uh, as per normal, mate. So ready to go and ready to launch into it. And uh, another juicy day out on Wednesday there? Yeah, another good day. Uh, can't complain. It keeps rolling on for the boys. Mm. Um, had a good crack at one of your Queensland ones there and uh, beat the beat the short price favourite, which was good. Can't remember what yeah, it was. Yeah, pretty happy about that, weren't you? But good to me. So, hey, well, I'll buy you beer on Sunday night, eh? Perfect, mate. Uh, what was that, $6 or something? Six like? bucks, maybe, maybe better. Yeah. Uh, whatever it was, the thing in the last. Um, yeah, and some nice results throughout the afternoon, uh, all of which escape me right now. Uh, yes. Might as well get started on Caulfield then, eh? Sounds like a plan. Where the official, I guess, curtain comes down on the spring carnival at Caulfield, where the track is good and the weather should be okay. Some rain later in the day, uh, but I've given up listening to the Melbourne Weather Bureau over the last month, so see what that brings. But treating it as a good track, rail true. Uh, rail true? Two metres, where are we? Two metres, is it? doesn't matter to be the same it's Caulfield to be right um it is true uh we kick off with the two-year-olds though first start of the day is a thousand meters Merson Cooper stakes what do you like in the first yeah tricky little affair here um probably the Cummings uh horses remedies and cylinder hold the key here mm-hmm. uh I was trying to get, I was trying to line I line them up and try and get a, a, a good feel for how this might play out. Um, I thought the draw of cylinder was good uh, from from gate one. I was just a bit worried that it might get too far back and get buried uh, back on the inside. If it got out, I liked the Sydney run. Um, for that reason, I went for remedies. I think it'll um, it'll jump and run from gate ten. It'll take up the the running and uh, might just get the break on the bend and be hard to run down. Yeah, I've gone with Remedies. Uh, should trip right across this field and take up the running, as you said. First leader at Caulfield's generally a nice recipe to at least be in the finish. So uh, you're getting a, ni- a big big winner last start. Did it pretty comfortably. Uh, everything in its favour. I'm going to stick with Remedies. I'm not quite sure the fo- you know how well that Newcastle form ever stacks up coming out of that race. But, um, yeah, sticking with Remedies, not overthinking this. I think the favourite's a good way to start the day. On an interesting day, uh, for, for lack of a better term, the Sandown Cup over the 3,200 metres is up next. A listed race. Does anything get you excited here? Wow. God, it's hardly a cup. Uh, but anyway, uh, there's eight horses in these and they're all no good. Um so for the one of having to pick something, I've gone for Gin Martini. I've just gone for the, um, the Sydney form, which I think was okay. Um, but, yeah, this is uh, this is an ordinary affair and I can't get excited at all. I wanted to find Gin Martini, but it just stopped like shot behind King Frankel there last time. I've, I've got protection money on top because it's 10 bucks. Did finish uh, closest to the winner in the White Marlin race. Beat everything else home. Should take up close enough to the pace, actually, from there. Uh, under Mickey D, who could be in for a good day, so on top at $10, hate the race. Uh, don't even know what this race is anymore. Uh, race three, 1,000 metre Doveton Stakes, another black type race here. Uh, another interesting race, perhaps the most interesting runner on the cards, Bruckner off the long spell. The concern I have, of oh, a nice win too, actually, in a trial, but uh, I'm sticking with Jigsaw here, who 
showed good pace and will take a lot of these out of their comfort zone. There's a lot of pace in this race, but uh, should it'll just burn across from that gate. Uh, put the foot down if it repeats what it did at Cranbourne. Uh, I don't think there's going to be any shying away from trying to do the same thing. It's going to be very hard to beat. Back to its best last time. I like Daniel Moore on it. And uh, quite a few of these aren't necessarily line chases under pressure. So with Jigsaw, scared of Bruckner, who probably is the best horse, Beaver. Yeah, couldn't uh, agree with you more there. I thought the same thing. I like the way Jigsaw resumed last start. Um, put pay to him pretty comfortably and was still going well on the line. Uh, same distance. Uh, goes well second up. Uh, hasn't been out of a placing second up. Uh, again, the 10's probably good. It can speed across and uh, be the one to run down. Yep. And, yeah, yep. that's about it for that race. The listed Twilight Glow is next. 1,400 metres for the three-year-old fillies. This is a good little race. I um, Obviously, I think great number two, Grey River, is the obvious. But I was looking at two at a price here, and they're tied together. Get Up Girls, both runs to date have been good. Uh, went to Cup Week there and finished well. Uh, behind Magic Time comes back here, and I think the other chance is the horse at beat on debut, who's come out and won by, what, eight lengths or something next time? Four lengths. Uh, the Unicorn, who will take up the running again at Caulfield. The, those two are both each way price, and I think I'm going to back both of them and hopefully have a nice result. Plenty of upside, but a few of these do have upside. Uh, sticking with those two at a nice price, Beaver, yourself? Yeah, look, um, I've gone for the Unicorn. I'm just hoping... Uh, Grey River and the Unicorn don't carve each other up. They're both drawn 10 and 12, and they'll both come across. Uh, I'm hoping Grey River gives up and lets Unicorn go across or Unicorn pops in behind. But um, I've gone for the Unicorn. I think there's plenty of upside there. Knew it if he gets to the front, rates him well. Um, and, yeah, really like the way it improved at its second up run. I think there's a little bit more improvement there. And I think someone like May Coney, it'll chase hard to the line um, if they go too quick and could get the sitting shot from the draw. Race five is the 1,400 metres. Wait for age, group three, Kevin Heffen and Stakes. Does this just look like the perfect perfect race for Norwegian Bliss to head to black tight? It looks like it, doesn't it? Um, there's a lot to like about its uh, first up run. Uh, didn't have a lot of luck in running, was caught wide, but... Um, yeah, powered to the line um, under pressure there. So it was a real nice win. It didn't look like it was going to win. And then, bang, it was just too good a horse. Um, yeah, um, look, they brought it down here. Uh, gets the right draw here. Gate two, the extra 200. And looks the one to be. Yeah, I think everything's perfect here. It's the right track to head to Melbourne, the right jockey, right draw. And uh, a nice horse. It um, And meets a field that... Not, apart from the second favourite, nothing's going any good. So perfect setup here and I'm pretty keen. It's going to be one of the hardest to beat on the whole day, actually. Um, good way to... good, Yeah, nice easy bet for me to have. The six is the Group 3, 1,800 metres. Eclipse stakes this time and, well, less clear here. I'm, um, I'm going to stick with French Emperor. I think it gets a perfect run here uh, under Paddy Maloney. There's a few of these on paces... Uh, aren't necessarily firing, and this gets a great setup. I'm going to have something on it at the each-way price, and I'm going to have something on Montaigne, who has got a new lease on life over in Adelaide. Uh, a couple of nice wins. Its last two sits alongside, should sit alongside French Emperor in the run, just off the pace, and 
could give you a nice a nice sight here in a, a a race where the supposed best horses aren't necessarily in the greatest of form. All that being said, I didn't understand a ride of Grand Slam first up, and uh, I think Craig Williams will take it straight to the front and give you a decent sight. But um, you're going to expect the two, uh, I guess, fresher blood in this race. What are your thoughts? No, I've gone for Keats. Um, yeah, I think Keats else. might take it up. Um, hopefully, uh, here it's uh, just love the way it's uh, controlled the race at Mornington last start and was uh, a nice, easy, comfortable win. And prior to that, um, was within two lengths of White Marlin at Caulfield um, and won before, prior to that pretty comfortably at Mooney Valley. It's flying at the moment. Uh, it's a horse on the way up, and uh, I think it can run well with uh, from newer to board again, uh, controlling some pace. And, yeah, you're right, French Emperor is is flying and uh, gets the right uh, set up here to finish over the top if, if they can't run it out. Beautiful. The seventh is the feature, the group two 2,400-metre zipping classic. Uh, again, not a lot classic about this race. I'm... I'm going to stick with Desert Icon, actually, after going up and down this field. I think it gets can go back to getting a, a soft control of this race. There's not a little heap of pace here. Passan might roll forward with it, but uh, Craig Williams might take this forward. Has done some decent stuff before. Um, had the two runs at the distance now, and its best runs have been when it's had a soft lead. I think it gets it here and can give you a sight. Uh, from Luntz, he's obviously scared with Blake Shin going on there, but... Uh, I think they're the two obvious now with the, the favourite coming out. Do you have any better thoughts on this? I'm just a bit confused. Why is the Sandown Cup and the Zipping Classic run on the same day, which would have the same horses? Because it's what they've done forever. Has that been done before? Yeah, they? they used to. Yeah, they used okay. to. When this actually used to be at Sandown, they used to do it because. Um, That's right. Used to have. But it's the same, same thing. You used to get like Who Shot the Barmans and Americans and split between the two races. Uh, I don't, yeah. I don't but, quite understand. And I, and I think. This is suffering a bit because it's been pushed back to Crowbar Eden Bendigo. What is it, Ballarat and Bendigo and whatever yes. else the last few weeks? Um, you're right because probably four of these horses you'd give a chance to over 3,200 metres, wouldn't you? And vice versa. Yeah. Uh, yep, anyway. Um, that's not my selection. It just I was a bit, bit perplexed. Uh, I've gone for Lunacy's. Uh, I think it forms the best out of these. Uh, it was a good second last start behind Sulcum and... Uh, not far off them, although back in the field a little bit in the Geelong Cup. So uh, Lunacy's on top for me. Yep, fair enough. The other feature is the Sandown Guineas. Uh, another Sandown feature at Caulfield for good measure. Group two for three-year-olds. Good little race though, Beaver. Anything jump out at you? Not a lot jumps out of me here, mate. Um, it's an open field. It's a tricky field. I just went looking for a bit of value here. I put sandpaper on top. Um, I thought it could run well. Uh, it's been roundabout in the last couple of runs, not too far off them. Finished off quite okay last start at Flemington. Hopefully it can run well in this. Um, but, yeah, this is an open race with plenty of chances. You could have five picks here and not find a placing. Well, I've gone the other blue colours, actually. Uh, similar thoughts, but we'll be close to the pace. Atmosphere will roll forward under Blake Shin. Uh, it's been a pretty good, pretty good recipe for success the last uh, the last six weeks or so. About it's a fourteen dollar price. It's uh, you're going to get a like I said, Blake Shin ride up on the pace from a, a strong stable there, and the horse is going quite well. Just grabbed late last time out, and I'm going to spec a couple at a price. Marxist looks to be doing some good stuff in forties, and Holy Man's a little bit unlucky last time out, but I think it's a horse of ability. 
uh, beaten as a short price favourite, comes to town and double figures again. Just uh, the more I looked at this, the more I was looking for the fresh blood uh, and something at a price. Uh, agree with your thoughts on sandpaper as well. We wrap the day up with the summoned, where we're going to wrap the day up hopefully with a winner in the forms of number eight Roots. Horses flying should be unbeaten this prep. Uh, another winnable mare's race for it. I like Mickey D going on. Uh, not a, not too much of a drop off losing there, losing J Mac there, but um, I think it just wins. Uh, flying uh, from Mac and Cheese hit the line well last time. Bits and pieces, but uh, not going to overthink this one, Beaver. Yeah, I was the same. I, I kind of went to overthink it and I went, no, look, Roots looks like the horse to beat here. Gate six looks to get the right run in, in transit here. Certainly suited by the mile and um, pretty hard to go past. I thought the, the save bet was uh, Torregino. Um, thought it went well um, previously, uh, last two runs, and really liked the way it stuck on uh, last start at Flemington. I uh, thought it was a, a nice win and went away from him pretty easily. So, um Certainly the the main danger. I wasn't, yeah, just wasn't sure about that bush race, but it, it won pretty well, and this is just a mare's race, so... It is. Uh, no issue here. Uh, do you want to give us, for progroupracing.com.au, your quaddy? My quaddy, starting in race six, I've gone... Number one, Grand Slam. Number six, Keats. Number nine, French Emperor. And number seven... Montaigne. In the Zipping Classic, I've gone number one, Vow and Declare, number four, Persan, number six, Kukaracha, and number nine, Lunacies. In the third leg, the Sandown Guineas, I've gone number two, Sandpaper, number three, Fortune Teller, number four, Shruken. Number five, Atmosphere, and number one, King's Consort. And to finish the day, I've gone numbers five, Mac and Cheese, number seven, Torregine, and number eight, Roots. Beautiful. And your best in value on the card? My best bet comes up in race five, number eight, Norwegian Bliss. I think it'll be hard to beat. And my value bet comes up in race six, number six, Keats. Beautiful. I'm going to make my best race nine, number eight, Roots. Uh, but I also think uh, Norwegian Bliss is very hard to beat, as is the favourite in the first. And my value race eight, number five, Atmosphere. Uh, as we head up to... Well, I've just got to quickly mention progetracing.com.au. Check them out for uh, their everything going on there. Free tips from us twice a week, as well as the show's... Uh, sign up to the mailing list. Leave us some feedback on YouTube, Spotify, and socials as well. Barossa Boy actually wrote in just to point out. He mentioned that uh, we both fell into Saturn Star a mile up to 1600 on Wednesday. Uh, what we didn't mention is it did have the run Melbourne Cup day with 1400 metres where it was a non-runner, uh, which ticked it over. That all being said, it went like a busted, so happy to cop, cop the, uh, the flak on that because it went no good. But... Uh, yeah, leave some feedback. Leave us your best in value as well. We need all the help we can get sometimes. And uh, especially on this card here where we head to Rose Hill. What is this card, Eva? Uh, good question, Matt. I don't even know how to describe it. But, uh, yeah, I've had some difficult days trying to find winners and uh, this looks probably up there with um, one of those. Mm, yeah, I spent, I spent more time than... 
I generally do on this this morning, uh, which is largely why we're doing this via Zoom. But anyway, uh, let's see what, what answers we came up with. The rail is in the true. We are on a good track, and not a lot of water's gone on the track. It's a hot day today. Generally, we, I'm treating rail true Rose Hill, but this could get the fast and a bit scared it may be up the inside. So we'll uh, keep an eye on all of that, unless they dump a bunch of water on it this afternoon. We kick off again with the babies over the 1,100 metres. Anything you like here? No. <laughs> um, but okay. I'm probably going to say that before a lot of races here today. Yeah. Um, look, I, I settled on number four, Disneck. Um, it, it was eighth in its first start, but that was behind Barber, who I think has got a bit of a bit of ability. It was only three lengths off them there. Um, it did trial well prior to that. Um, it was a solid enough run. Uh, I think you could probably uh, figure in the finish with some natural improvement. I was going to – I'll spec a sense of honour at the price. Showed some nice pace in a trial. It was – after the scratchings, that price has sort of disappeared. Uh, but uh, didn't necessarily like a lot else. Here's a correct did trial well enough, but apprentice on – I don't know what opinion they have there. And I'd lost – I've lost my other – the rest of my tips there. So – uh, number seven, a bit of a spec, but no interest really to start the day there, uh, which again may be the story of this card. 2,000 metre midway, does this do much for you? Gets worse, um, which was, I never thought it could, but it does here. Nothing excites me here. I'd be looking at a bit of value here. I just went number seven, loving Scylla. Uh, wasn't a bad run last start. Around the $10 mark, there's no way I can fall into Collar Sergeant at five to four. Um with 59 kilos on its back, it, uh, it does. It is J-Mac, so that, that's how I sort of landed. But, uh, yeah, oh, tough. Loving Seal is also when at Kembla, I noticed. So if it goes there, it might be hard to beat, actually. Colour Sergeant's ready and does get J-Mac, but couldn't imagine myself taking $2, whatever it is, two ten, two twenty at all. I'm hoping we get better there. He should be ready, but uh, look, Jack Duggan's got a... I think maybe the penny's dropped, has bolted in twice now and is ready to come to town, but not necessarily one that finds city winners off um, those provincial sort of runs, but could well be ready. Don't like the race. Let's move on. I don't like the highway any better. 1,100 metres, highways, race three. Anything jumping in? Yeah, I've gone for Miss Kirribilli. Um, it's been ultra-consistent uh, of recent. It's had five career starts for and never been out of the placing. Tried well um, before finishing second in one of these type of races last start and their length often will jump, will get on pace, kilo and a half claim. Um, expect it to run well. Race four, 1,800 metre, benchmark 78, which this became a little bit trickier the more I went through it. Uh, I've ended up with the Mar and Eustace horse on top, though. I like the resumption of Worthily. Here, uh, across the line next to French Emperor, resuming over the carnival uh, at a mile, gets straight up to 1800 metres. Mixed draw, and this is a midweek race at best, I think can give you a nice sight. Uh, from Floating, who he does come to town at the right time to hit a benchmark 78, he's flying. Um, now drifting in the market, I think if we get around a $4 mark, is a bet too, but maybe the up and comer in a, in a race lacking any up and comers. Any thoughts? Yeah, I thought floating might have a, a little bit of ability. Three starts back um, was a really impressive win at Newcastle, sprouted wings. Um, then probably wasn't as suited the next start at Newcastle, no pace, and now get got out to the mile. Um, 
and was really dominant last start. I think it can continue on that uh, trajectory and uh, 1,800, I think, suits it even more. So um, on top pick for me, floating. Beautiful. The fifth is 1,100 metre, benchmark 78. Where uh, I've settled on Liberty Sun here. I think it's going really well. Um, gets the right map for Josh Parr to have the right run here around a $10 mark and a race of either wet trackers or horses I'm not really wanting to you know, jump right into. I think it's a horse that's actually going well and never been one of mine, so for me to find it maybe tells you something. From Per Inouye, who they've engaged J-Mac first up, trials were nice, and fresh is best for it, I'm starting to think. Real dry track, maybe not what I'm after with it. Uh, but they're the two I'll look at at this stage uh, in another tricky race. Yeah, tricky race here. I've gone for Monte Ditto um, at about the $11, $12 mark. Uh, had two nice trials in uh, this time in. I won both of them. And then when it resumed, it uh, was only two lengths behind Mars Mission, uh, which wasn't a bad resumption over the 1,100 metres. So it stays at, at 1,100. Gate 6 is OK, McAvoy aboard, and uh, thought it presented a little bit of value. The sixth is the Country Classic over the 2,000 metres uh, for the four-year-olds and up at a set weights and, well, tricky. <laughs> Again, tricky business, but I, I've ended up finding the two with the Metro form here and, and maybe made myself a bit keener on them than I, than I should, but Dream Runner did beat uh, some decent horses in the little dance last time out, maybe had some advantages up the inside there. Uh, but it was a nice enough win, a bit of a claim here, and you're getting around, the, you probably get around $5 on the day. Uh, does look a little bit obvious the more I went through this. Uh, from From the Bush, who is building to something, but I, I do need to see more from it, but around the $12 there, the two with the key metro form. And I thought it dropped away a little bit after that. Um, point counterpoint, next best. Anything for you? Yeah, again, another pretty tricky affair. I, I settled on one down in the weights, number 17, Proust. Uh, had three really nice runs um, in the bush before uh, the Tarry Cup. Um, wasn't disgraced, and that was a, a decent race won by Military Mission that uh, has decent uh, city form. Uh, I thought it, I thought it stuck on okay at that in that race again here. Um, I think this is probably a weaker affair, and they put it on the quick backup, which was interesting. Um, so I thought I'd uh, put it on top around the double-figure odds. Cool. Uh, the Quaddy kicks off with the uh, listed Sand and Soil Cup. There you go, there's a name for you. Uh, over the 2,000 metres again, where, uh, again, not not leaving me with a lot here. I, I did end up finding Long Villiers on top, I thought. The Australian debut was quite nice, a tick around Waller-style resumption to get ready for this. Booking a J-Max suggests it uh, may, is their top seed. Um, not excited about the price right now, but uh, might be the horse to beat. We'll see how the track's playing throughout by the time we get this stage anyway. Uh, Alcyone and Pale King both get the right runs here. Uh, Pale King's coming off some soft stuff and somehow they've booked Ben Looker, but um, he's 16 bucks next best, and Alcyone has mentioned... Um, dry track the key to, to probably both of those. What do you find here? Yeah, I went for Long Villas as well. I just thought it's um, it's overseas form looked good enough to run well in this. Uh, thought it was quite nice. Uh, first up, uh, got back and finished off really nicely in the race one by Ellsberg. Uh, this is not 
this is not a high quality race and the step out to the 2000 gate 16 just needs to get a bit of there might be a couple of scratchings might get a hopefully it just gets a bit of cover there jay mack aboard um i think uh, yeah clear on top beautiful the listed oh, group three festival stakes is up next over the 1500 meters what do you like here yeah, tricky little race this. I narrowed it down to two. Um, I had number four, Skyman and Cold Crusher were my two picks. Um, I put Skyman just on top. Uh, again, the J-Mac-Waller combination around the $10 mark. I think that's pretty good. Finished uh, finished seventh in the race won by Valana up at Newcastle. That was a good quality race. Uh, tenth on the turn. Got home okay. I think it can run home well in this. And... Uh, Cold Crusher, the hardest to run down. I've got Cold Crusher on top. Uh, when he does find form, he tends to hold it. Uh, gets a f- comfy enough lead here and can run these into the ground, I think. Um, especially if the rail is the place to be. I'm going to give you a great side around the $6 price there. Uh, Sunshine Rising is trialling quite well, but he's a nine-year-old, eight or nine-year-old resuming from Chartin, but both trials were, were nice. And Cisco Bay is going well, uh, next best. Tongue Tie going on, Jojo was a man, was the other horse I went looking for, and is $23, I'll have something on it, just its best is better than what it showed at Newcastle, so forgiving that. Um, assume they found an issue there with that happening. Uh, good little race. The listed 1,100-metre Starlight Stakes is up next, where um, I want to be able to see them running on for the two I've got on top here, but Najmati is a dry track sprinter. You want to see it, we want to see the them swooping by the stage, but uh, gets the right setup and the right race to resume here. Did some great stuff last prep. And um, look, Dragonstone gets a quick backup, was good through the line with the blinkers off last week. Um, again, we might just repeat that and flash home once more, but uh, I think they're the two. Fox Fighter always runs well here. What do you find? Same as you. I thought they were the two to beat, Najmati and Dragonstone. Uh, just slightly going for Najmati over Dragonstone, but there you want to see them running on. Um, and if they are, these two will finish over the top of these. Cool. The uh, benchmark 78, 1400 metres wraps us up. Anything here? Yeah, I've gone for Democracy Manifest again. Want to be able to see them running on here. I am slightly concerned by the draw and the weight, uh, but they are, you know, the the, the weights are quite high um, with all of these runners, so maybe that's okay. Uh, but I just wouldn't want to see it happen to do too much work from from a wide gate. Uh, we'll we'll come in a couple with a couple of scratchings here, uh, but it's formed. This preparation's been pretty good. On top of the Masara horse number seven, Akasawa, um, keeps winning, so no reason it. Uh, won't run well again. I found the same too. Uh, I'd, I'd like Dakasawa's win last time out, actually. So not much to add. Not much to add there at all. The Rose Hill Quaddy. Let's see how we go here. Uh, number two, uh, New Mandate. Number five, Longvilliers. Nine, Alcyone. Ten, Bonnie Ezra. Fifteen, Rondino. Seventeen, Pale King. One, Sunshine Rising. 7, Cole Crusher, 11, Cisco Bay, 12, Jojo was a man. We're skidding up this and go 6, Najmati, 8, Dragonstone, 10, Fox Fighter, and come home with 3, Democracy Manifest, 7, Akazawa, 
Eight Mensa Missile, 15 Short Shorts. For progretracing.com.au, you've got a best in value at Rose Hill. I do have a best in value, mate. My, sorry, I just lost my, my notes here. My value bet comes up in race eight, number four, Skyman. And my best bet comes up in race four, number 10, Floating. I'm going to make my best cold crusher in uh, race seven, was it? Where are we? Just uh, flick to the Gold Coast. Yeah, Cold Crusher, race eight, number seven, and my value, race five, number two, Liberty Sun. What have you got in the Gold Coast? Does Driver Deal just win again? Uh, yeah, I've got a few up on the Gold Coast here, mate. Um, I've got race three, number three, Driver Deal. I think it keeps winning, and I can't get off now. I've been on it on all of those occasions. I think uh, race five, number 11, Vaccine. I think it can run well resuming. Uh, and then later in the day, uh, race eight, number two, Hollyfield. I think it's was run last up was very good, can win again. And race nine, number three, Orbison from the inside draw. I think it breaks back into the winner's circle. Beautiful. Good job, mate. Good luck tomorrow. Good luck, punters. Check out progretracing.com.au for everything going on there. Uh, as I've said, subscribe here. You can find us on Spotify too. Each All our shows are up there under the Show Us Your Tips feed. Uh, take care and we'll talk very soon. Catch you guys.